Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 116, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, Jonathan. With me is the hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hi. We have King Baby Duck Evan of the Boston Bastard Brigade slash Wicked Anime. Konnichiwa. And we have our super fan, Gerardo, Wicked Fan Gerardo from all the way in California. How are you doing, Gerardo? I'm baking. Yeah, <laughs> we don't... Uh... <laughs> We don't pay anybody on this podcast, and we certainly don't pay our guests, but yeah. we are paying Gerardo in water. In water. Yeah, yeah, we're sending it through the we mail. We really need it. <laughs> so you said you're baking. What are you baking? Brownies? Cookies? Uh, Balls? Know, human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> How hot is it over there? Uh, currently mid-90s. Uh, it feels hotter, though, because, you know, it's California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Nice, because yeah, we're like man, it's all getting worse from here. I know we're sitting. Good we're to know. Of... I might be going out there in August. Really? What do yeah, you? Yeah, I might out be there? going out to LA for just for a vacation. Oh. I haven't had a real one in almost a decade, dude. Yeah, bring man. bring some bot- bottles of water to Gerardo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Evans gonna show up. I've come to save everybody. Yeah. Bottles of water for everybody. <laughs> and lobsters. Uh, <laughs> that's so, mean <laughs> so this episode we are going to be discussing uh, a fan requested topic this came from Temsu and he asked us what anime shows do we always continue to go back to even though we may fundamentally know that they're really bad or you know that you don't want to be watching it but you just can't help but go back and watch it yeah and we also have Gerardo on the show today because he's able to do exciting California things that we're not able to do over here on the east side. Yeah. And, and he went to E3. He did. He went to, yeah, he went to E3. So we're going to talk about that after we discuss a couple of news topics. Yes. So, uh, should we ring the news bell? Yeah, the news. Wait. Wait. There. There we go. Okay. Hey, hey. hey. news. <laughs> um, I almost thought she was dead. <laughs> Wake up! Wake up! Um, it's news time. <laughs> Who's got a news piece? Uh, I guess I'll kick it off. I have a media news piece uh-huh. that we should probably discuss, and it is that they've already announced Attack on Titan Season 3 is slated for 2018. 
Mm. Which I find to be very interesting, seeing that there was a huge gap in between what happened between season one and season two. I mean, we're only getting season two now. And the season finale actually just premiered today, which I haven't watched yet. Yeah. But I want to. I, I think they're smartening up about saying, hey, you know what? We should probably get Attack on Titan to people faster. I think the reason why that they were taking a little while is because they wanted to make sure there was enough material from the manga because they didn't want to go uh, the filler route for it. And with the manga ending, I think by the end of next year, they're going to be able to, to complete the anime and tell the full story that it wanted to tell. I don't believe it. <laughs> Finish an anime? What are you talking about? Especially one as monopolized as Attack on Titan. It well, made that's what they did with Assassination Classroom back in 2015, and then they brought it back in 2016 to finish off the entirety of the story. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I thought Assassination Classroom was going to be in for the long haul, to be honest with you. But then again, it's it's harder to keep on track with those sorts of anime because they have a definitive ending point to them, you know? They declared right. in the very beginning of the show that, that it's like, you have until this date. But I'm totally cool with more Attack on Titan. It's been, it's been, uh... Heck yeah! It's been baller. Season yeah. 2 has been awesome. Gerardo, have you been watching it? I have not. I have actually kind of fallen off the bandwagon of uh, Attack on Titan. Whoa. It, there are so many <laughs> twists this season, well, dude. It's, I gotta it, be honest with you, Evan. I could have sworn you were just gonna say there were so many tits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it's... Dragons it's, don't... <laughs> not dra Titans don't have tits. <laughs> it's less about twists this season and more about tits. just the worst cliffhangers at you've ever you can ever imagine yeah like they, I've heard. yeah every episode ends with just the i have to see the next episode forget it, i'm reading the manga right now there's there's been <laughs> episodes that have ended in mid frames like when there's like there was that one episode where Aaron was throwing a punch and then there was another episode where something was falling from the sky and like seconds before it hits the ground, it just says "to be continued." Yeah, it's <laughs> it it's so well done. It's so well organized and storyboarded, and the action is played out so perfectly that every second of Attack on Titan this season has been just amazing. Yeah, and I think that it's good that it's happening when it did because if it was any longer, I don't think I would have gone back to it. Because yeah. of things like we all we had to do while season one happened, and then we sat and stewed for years in the fandom, and that was it. Oh my gosh! And the fandom is and I Sorry, and guys, Gerardo I, and Gerardo. <laughs> I think I think that's the probably part of the reason why you haven't had an interest in going back to it is because all you've oh, yeah. done that's is stewed exactly in is. that. So I understand where you're coming from, but you should you should watch it. Yeah. Like I've I've definitely stayed a consistent Attack on Titan fan. I really do love it. I, I really mm -hmm. love Attack on Titan and all it has to offer. Um, I think some of the fans like to hype it up a little bit more than it actually is. Because it's just, it is a good show, but it has, you know, it's great following that is just insane because so, of anime fans. Says the and guy the, um, who just bought and a the PS and Well, and that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> I was like, I, I walked into GameStop and apparently GameStop has their own exclusive pops, which I didn't really know. And Sasha is my favorite character, and GameStop exclusively has a Sasha Funko Pop, so I had to buy it. So, yeah. so I, now I have a Sasha Funko Pop, and she's holding like a little potato. You know with what's a bite funny about that too is that they actually have GameStop exclusive Funko figurines, and before they were GameStop, they were Funko Land. That's true. <laughs> that oh, yeah. is true. I forgot about that. <laughs> what do you know? I used to 
I used to buy all my old Sega Genesis games from Funko Land. Yeah, yeah we bought our Sega Genesis games. Funko, from Funko Land was too. amazing. Yeah, and they had every game, like every game ever made. And, and then, then it turned to GameStop, and we're like, we don't have every game ever made now. We yeah. just have the new ones. Do you want Call of Duty? Would you like to masturbate on this uh, this disc of Call of Duty as well? <laughs> and that's why I don't buy used games. Yeah. <laughs> no, this Call well, of Duty is turn you on. Ew. Oh. <laughs> uh, GameStop. <laughs> I will say though that the Attack on Titan video game for PS4 is amazing. They is it did really? A great job with it. They did a oh. great job with that video game. I had because no idea. it's I'm basically the um. It's the Dynasty Warriors engine. Yeah, Muso. But it, yeah, it's the Muso engine. But it looks and feels exactly how an Attack on Titan video game should be. Not to mention the actual um, mechanics of it. It kind of makes it feel like you're playing a Spider-Man video game at times. That's cool. So, uh, and you can play as your favorite characters as well. You have Mikasa and Sasha and Annie and all of them. So I'm good with yep. that. Play as all your favorite waifus. <laughs> and no other male characters. <laughs> yeah, play as Armin. Yay! Yay! That's what everybody's first choice is. Please don't kill us, please! <laughs> see, see, Armin is the barter, the paladin. You know, he, he likes he likes to talk. Yeah. And, and he's good at talking. Although the last episode was pretty awesome. I know, that's what, what I mean, he, he was talking. It yeah. was awesome. It's crazy. Yeah. You should see it, Gerardo. It's great. <laughs> you don't so know. So much what? talking. Maybe. So, so much talking. Maybe? No, not maybe. Do it. We demand it's, you do it. It's like my dinner with Andre, the anime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll continue if you if you watch what I gave you. What, uh, what was that? You know what it is. Uh, Little Witch Academia? <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, oh, no, 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 no. I know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. On the opposite. I have to wait till my house is completely empty before <laughs> Oh, no. I on the opposite that. spectrum I have to wait, of magic anime. Here. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm I'm working on it. I'm I'm working on it. It's and I I'm 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 okay, so here's the here's the lowdown. So, Gerardo, I don't do you want me to out you for this? Oh yeah, go for it. Okay, I heard it myself. Okay, cool. So Gerard, so Gerardo was uh, kind enough because after Keto suggested that we do a full on review, a full head on review of Bible Black, and then we discussed on our show that you can no longer find Bible Black. Well, Gerardo was kind enough to share the mystical mystery treasure, which is the el- very elusive Bible Black with us, and and all of it. All of it. Yeah. So very kind of so, you. So uh, so now we're kind of making our way through Bible Black in less of a let's watch hentai kind of a way and more of a like a let's 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 watch this as if it's an actual show kind yeah, of let's way. be analytically critical about it. And let's I am- handcuff ourselves t- to our chairs, make sure we don't make any really bad movements, and just watch it. <laughs> well, just wear a chastity belt. Yeah. And. <laughs> And and yeah, and tape, just, and just throw the key across the room. And I have I've I've started watching it on a on an analytical analytical level, and it's so bizarre to do that because I'm just like, man, there's like a lot of demonology in this, and like people getting possessed by demons, and but it doesn't show the demons. It's just like this mystery creature that's in the background, and mad. I was like, this is fascinating, and oh, I, yeah. that was and that was only the first two episodes, and you know, and the fact that like. Not to be like explicit, but like 
people who are possessed with the demon, even like the slightest touch on somebody else, like makes them go crazy. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, man, this is. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, like this is fascinating. <laughs> so speaking so of things possessed by demons, right hand, what are you doing? Get that way from <laughs> <there>. <laughs> So like watching it on a, but watching Bible Black on an analytical level is such an interesting adventure because you have to watch it, you know. While keeping your pants on, I guess. So like, and and it's like, like a really cruel said, game. Well, and, and and instead of just like skipping the story and going to the sex scenes, you're like skipping the sex scenes and just going to the story. Yeah, it's like it's it's totally opposite, and it's great, and it's filled with great waifus. Not really, but I mean, it's filled with no. It, I think because, well, like it's trash. Well, I mean, we've we've already discussed this, and like, uh, if you go to my wife who's not weird, everybody's begging us to do an 18 plus. My wife who's not weird. Um, and, but we discuss in the original My Wife Who's Not Weird that hentai characters can't be waifus because they're really just there to be, like, you know, nonsensical, cute things that you stare at and not, not yeah. actual developed characters. They don't have personality or anything um, like that. But right. Bible Black right. is making... Because because Bible Black is a continuation of a series and actually has a story that it follows, it is possible that it could slip into that. Like, seeing that Imari is actually a, an existing character. The other side characters aren't really, but Imari is, and so, and so is, like, that other chick but um and the teacher and the teacher who is like the anti-magic teacher it's it's weird so see as you can see gerardo i hope you're happy i i'm proving to you right now that i am actually watching it (laughs) um i'm not uh yeah i haven't started yet (laughs) there was like a little impromptu preview of what is to come for bible black analysis (laughs) so now you have to watch attack on titan gerardo ha Gotcha. Oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. What were we talking <laughs> yes. about? Well, I I think that ended the Attack on Titan discussion. So season three, 2018, we're all very excited. Yeah. Uh, Put to screeching halt. Uh, Evan, what do you got? Because I want to save Gerardo's for last because he has like a, a lot of gaming news. I think. Okay. <laughs> so, have you ever wanted to exercise, bathe, or fall asleep with a cute anime girl? No. Well, tough titties because Maine in Japan is bringing over sleeping bathing and training with hinako the oh, infamous yeah, that's anime right. ova series i oh. forgot you sent that to us gerardo did you hear about this no or please. even know what it is Elaborate. okay so if anybody remembers our uh, elusive review and critical analysis of another great anime series called anime to training yeah um, <laughs> exercise which we actually did on my show it was that on your show yeah it was like, on my show we right you're right it was um Great time, great time talking about that. I mean, that even probably fits into it's just the, lolly today's filth. it's today's, lolly filth. Yeah, today's yeah. topic today. It's literally short animes of uh, little anime episodes of girls working out, and that was anime to training. But this whole Hinako series, who Hinako is one of the girls in anime to training X. No, actually, her- no, she isn't. She's she, not. She's actually a totally different series. I looked it up. Two completely different separate companies, two totally completely different writers, two totally completely different characters. Evan, you just shattered my universe. <laughs> but anyway, it's it's a, it's along the same premise, and, and the main character looks almost exactly like Hinako. No, not almost. It is Hinako. <laughs> Who are we kidding here? It is her. I've, I refuse to believe Evan's throne of lies that he sits upon. <laughs> I did, I dude, I I made sure that it 
that it was or wasn't before I posted the article about it because initially I thought animated training was a spinoff of sleeping, training, and bathing with Hinako, and it turns out it's not. That's fascinating. So in fact, it's... even if when you look up on um, on Wikipedia and on the Anime News Network's anime websites, they don't link to one another. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I have I've actually known what these Hinako animes have been for a very long time. Uh, they I think uh, Peter Payne sells them on J List in the Japanese version, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, I've seen it around. Uh, I've obviously never seen it myself. It looks you know, weird and strange, like as far as a concept goes, but if made in Japan is actually willing to bring it over and actually format it over here, that's really wild. And maybe consider checking out just for the experience of what the heck is it, you know? Well, well all three episodes are going to be on one DVD. So are they really going to be spending a lot less than the Japanese probably did. Okay. Yeah. okay. Remember, this was this was on the top of the Amazon Japan list for two whole weeks. Out of oh. everything, it was the best selling thing ever for two weeks. Okay. On Amazon so, Japan. So, with that though, how long is each OVA? Um, hold on, I can actually get that for you. How yeah, long how can you long, watch Hinako sleep? How for? long do you watch her sleep for? That's exactly what I. Is it like an eight-hour anime? <laughs> yeah. Does um, she get a full night? She sleep? gets a full eight hours. Actually, no, it's a Saturday, so she gets like ten or nine <laughs> or ten. It's just like, oh man, I don't understand how it's. Oh wait, they hour. go to school on Saturday. All right. So. All right. So <laughs> let's see. Training with Hinako is ten minutes long. Sleeping with Hinako. Is forty minutes long. Jeez, forty minutes. And bathing with Hinako, three hours. Uh, Hinako and Kyoko. Yes. Oh, are you kidding no, me? No, I, I knew that. I knew Five that. <laughs> is actually it doesn't give you a time. I think no one knows how long that is. Yeah, it it's never endless. Ends. It's it's still going. It's endless. Because here's the because here's the thing about these anime too is that it's done in a way where you can watch it at multiple angles. <laughs> like you can switch between angles as you're watching it. You can? That's f- yeah. fascinating, kind of. It reminds me, remember that old um, SNL sketch about the shake weights where they were <laughs> yeah. like, you can buy now, yeah. you can now buy the shake weight yeah, commercial, commercial on DVD. It plays three times, then, then black, then static, no, then, then, static nothing. then nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I think about when I when I think of these DVDs. But are you kidding me? Like, uh, I I feel like that this should just be hentai. Like, it kind. Of, I'm pretty sure people do treat it as hentai. I imagine so, but I mean, it's just weird. Like, like somebody hit this market. Somebody thought of this idea, and knew exactly what they were doing when they created it. And it baffles me beyond reason that it's that it works, you know. Like they're just like, mm-hmm. "Hey, do you want to see a cute anime girl sleep for forty minutes straight?" <laughs> and I would <laughs> say Gosh. that I would say that the collective <laughs> answer would be no. Well, what if you don't actually watch it, and it's like one of those ambient noise filters that you put in your room while you're trying to sleep, and like you just leave it on your TV while she sleeps. So she's sleeping on your TV. You're trying to go to sleep on, uh, in your bed, and then you just kind of go to sleep. Oh, but you know what? Full... That actually 
that actually reminds me because with the um with the video game the 3ds game uh hatsune miko project mirai deluxe you can set up an alarm to wake you up and when you set it up you it's a screen where you just see uh miku asleep in bed really <laughs> and it plays oh. all through that until it's time to wake up so that is cute <laughs> I would love to see that it would it would be a failed science though for the Hinako OVAs because it's like oh it's only forty minutes long and then followed by the episode of Hinako tries to turn off a car alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Hinako's not old enough to drive. Go Minasayone Chan. Well, the thing too is the premise of Hinako is that she's an actual girl that is turned into an anime character. So she's like very self-aware throughout the entire uh, OVA series. This is what the whole press release said, by the way. So then what, then in what normal human person, if she's from the aspect of a normal human person, it's like, hey, do you want to watch me sleep? Like says nobody ever. Except the serial killer. Yeah. But then again, the serial killer probably doesn't make his presence known. No, he could say do you want to watch me sleep while you're tied in this chair? Oh, uh, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> do you want to watch me sleep? Mm, damn. <laughs> do you want to watch me sleep? Mm. <laughs> Hater salad. Uh, <laughs> uh, we talked about that for way too long. Yeah. So moving on. Thank you, Evan. That was a really good one. I totally forgot we probably about that. Should revi- we should probably... Just watch it sometime and see if it's even legit worth. Oh, like, I, I agree. Attention. I agree. Yeah, Gerardo. Yes. What What would you like to talk about? <laughs> I watched. I watched so much E three stuff. Yeah. I walked around so many. I waited so many lines. Did you? <laughs> okay. Yes. What, what was the longest line you waited in? Five and a half hours for <laughs> Wolfenstein Two. What? Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I've already pre-ordered that, by the way, with the action figure. Oh I, saw that, I saw that pre-order. It, it looks amazing. I want to get it. Wow. Five and a half hours. Was Wolf, is it good? It's good. It's really good. It goes back to like the original style of Wolfenstein, uh-huh. which is great. <laughs> uh, the, the gameplay was kind of short. It was like 20 minutes. Okay. That's not uh, so bad. Yeah, it's not so bad. I guess it's not so bad compared to others. But, yeah, it, everything looks so great in that nice, crisp, new Xbox One X 4K <laughs> resolution. Speaking, awesome. of, speaking of which, by the way, has everybody seen the post that's been making its way around line that they called it? Uh, that the anagram, or not anagram. Yes. What, is is yeah. Xbox One X. Oh, yeah. X-B-O-X. It spells Xbox. Like... I just want to point that out. That doesn't that doesn't sway me one way or the other. It's just that it, it no. they did. That. And there's okay. like Xbox, Xbox box, Xbox One, Xbox One box, Xbox One, <laughs> Xbox, Xbox One, Xbox, Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> Although I did say I did see that the post that I saw that in somebody had commented. I guess we've gone full 360. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> welcome to the internet. Boo. Um, Okay, so five, jokes. Half, so five and a half hours for Wolfenstein. <laughs> Wolfenstein is good. Well, yes. What totally next? worth it. Um, got to play the new Mario Odyssey. It's fantastic. It okay. plays like a Mario game, like a 3D Mario game should. Um, 
again, very nice, clean, looks nice and shiny like like Mario games should. Very colorful. Good. Uh, I love the fact that you get new hats. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is that I'm a I'm a video game purist. Whenever I play, so usually whenever there's like a multiplayer mode where you get to pick a character or anything like that, I usually pick the main character. So in, like, say, Mario games, I always play as Mario because it's just like, if you're playing a Mario game, I might as well play as Mario. But, and so if I were playing a game where I played as Mario and I got to pick different hats, I would wear Mario's original hat. Like, I am that lame. I am that lame. lame. Yeah. It's a me, Sombrero Mario. Do you know how, do you know how peeved I was in Mario 64 when he lost his hat to the monkey and like the rabbit oh yeah it's the it's the <laughs> rabbit um that like you would jump out of the painting and he wasn't wearing his hat that as a kid that like I lost my mind I was like <laughs> I need to get his hat back and I'm gonna kill that that's rabbit. Not, that's not Mario that's <laughs> not Mario that's not 22 year old Mario <laughs> this game lies the great to me. Thing is that a lot of the cost, the new costumes that Mario is getting are like revamps of older stuff he used to wear in other games. Yeah. So it's still Mario per se. He's used to wear that stuff, just now in HD. Is is there a green Mario suit? <laughs> uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> is there Mario in the referee outfit? Doctor no, Mario. There is there's one with it with him in the. Uh, I have a picture of it somewhere. Let me see if I can find it. In the One Piece? In One Piece. <laughs> In the <Ew>. Speedo? <laughs> it's a me, Mario. Yeah, remember the Speedo oh, Mario? Oh, yeah, yeah, everybody does. Super Mario. You mean European the Borat? Beach. Super What's Mario Borat? I'm just going to look at this. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like see. a chef. I'm going to make it a pizza pie. Oh, there really is a Sombrero Mario. Yeah. Yes. I thought you were making stuff up, Evan. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I thought you were just being culturally insensitive, but no, he really is. No. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Bowser has kidnapped out the peach again. <laughs> Okay, so I got to see Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Spider-Man looks amazing. See, it just looks like Batman. It, well... It it does, but in its own way. Yeah, it it doesn't look as as really good. See, I'm really worried that everything that they showed... Because everything that they showed us from the Spider-Man demo was obviously scripted. Um, Mm -hmm. Was there actually, like, a a playable demo of it? There was not. Yeah. There was someone playing the demo... Which was actually ex- pretty much one to one the exact same thing that they showed in the trailer. Which yeah, really. Pissed yeah. Me. So I was I, 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 as someone it. who as someone who has gone to E three many times except for this year because I was denied press. Um, I can uh, tell you that all play playthrough demos by the actual developers are all pre recorded pieces. Oh yeah, they Abs- are never playing. Oh no, no absolutely. that's, that's obvious. I'm yeah, and that's that. and that's because yeah, they don't. they don't want any like crashes and stuff. But like the thing is is uh I think with Spider Man now I, I trust Insomniac um like wholeheartedly because they make amazing games. But mm-hmm. I'm really worried because basically the demo that they showed us there and they are saying, you know, oh it's gonna be open world and you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that. But 
everything that they did in the demo was so specific, including, like, the city destruction. Like, they destroyed the city and, like, went through buildings and all that junk. And and uh, when they smashed through the sign and Spider-Man did a little, like, loop-de-loop through the sign, it's just like, so they have to smash a sign specifically at a perfect time so that you can jump through that sign. It's like, no. Unless they're making the best video game on the face of the planet, there's no way a game can be scripted like that. We have like another five to ten years before video games can be scripted like that. As excited as I am and as as cool as it's probably going to be to be a a new Spider-Man game, it's probably not going to be as good as that demo they showed us because otherwise that would be amazing. Amazing. But you know who wasn't scripted? It was Monster Hunter. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So they again, same thing. They played the demo, but they had they had like things they wanted to show. But you know, Monster Hunter monsters don't tend to cooperate. Yeah. So they just kind of have to play it as it goes. <laughs> wow, that's cool. kind of funny because like I could imagine if they did a live demo on stage showing Monster Hunter worlds, uh, just like the monster just roaming away. Uh, this sucks. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh. <laughs> um. See now. Because I watched, uh, or when when the trailer came up, we were watching the PlayStation 1 live. Uh, I was just, you know, like, laying in my bed, watching it, me and John checking it out. And like, oh, we have a, a, a video game that's a, a, you know, a cult, has a cult following and we're going to show it. And I was like, oh, what could that be? A cult following? Very interesting. And then, like, something came out on the screen that looked vaguely familiar to Monster Hunter. And I was like, no, they're not. And then, like, I saw like the character go through and I, and the sword on his back just gave it away. Like I saw the great sword with the teeth and I was just like, this is monster hunter. I was like, what is monster hunter doing on PlayStation? Like, Oh my gosh. Like the fact that they're doing a new monster hunter game for all the systems is just incredible. Absolutely incredible. So like what, what more did you find out about it over there? Gerardo? Okay, so it seems like they're still keeping the same core mechanics yep. of Monster Hunter, it, though they're not bringing it into a full, breathable environment. All the creatures actually have an AI. They all interact with one another in some way or form. So can, like, the monsters attack one another? Yes, they can. <laughs> so so the monster, nice. so that what they showed in the demo is the monster that you're hunting, the giant T-Rex that breeds fire. They lured it to the Rathalos nest. So then the Rathalos started attacking it, dealing damage to it. So you can take advantage of that and let the two monsters fight off and weaken your the creature that you're hunting. Huh. Ooh. Now, like now can that turn against you, though, and have the Rathalos yeah, come yeah. after you? Yeah, then the Rathalos will come <laughs> after you, and now you're yeah, fighting two monsters. Yeah, basically, once the monster runs, decides it runs away, then the other one's going to turn its head on you. Right. Or it, could, or it could also be like, hey, these monsters actually interact with one another. Now they're going to gang up on you. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> um, but then they had hey, that... Hey, Barry, what is it, Steve? What's <laughs> happening with these humans here? Oh, they keep on attacking me. Should I help out? Yeah, I guess you should help out. But they had that cool mechanic that they showed in the trailer as well. That dude launched a flare in the air, and then the other hunters, like, buzzed their way in. Mm. Um, okay, so... When you're playing single player and you think you're having a little trouble, you can use that flare and it'll automatically let people join your solo player game and turn it into automatically into online multiplayer. Crazy. Oh, nice. 
For a moment there, I thought you were going to say we're going to be AI helpers, but yeah, me that's too. better. Yeah. It seems like video games are doing that a lot now, and I think the first video game that did that, or at least the game that really made it popular, believe it or not, was uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Because I've been playing a lot of Ghost Recon lately, and really? uh, well, well, not since Tekken came in, but I was playing Ghost Recon, and you can seamlessly just have people jump in and out of your game and have it not affect your game at all. And uh, so you, you'll be playing single player, somebody will jump in, you play, they jump out randomly, and then your, your uh, AI squad just comes back in. And <laughs> After you've proceeded to piss them off for not playing the game the right way. Yeah, and Jonathan, I mean, and Jonathan and I, uh, we play right next to each other whenever we play Ghost Recon. It's great. <laughs> and then there'll uh, be like a third person in our room and we're like, who's that? Yeah, somebody will, but that's if you play in matchmaking, somebody will, somebody can just join in your game, whatever, and then if they don't have a microphone, then you can't talk to them, and it's really annoying, yeah. uh, but for us, you know, for us hunters who we're used to hunting, uh, and we, and we have people that we hunt with, right, um, <laughs> it's, it's so perfect, because then we can just jump in and out of each other's game, uh, without even going to a guild hall, we don't have to be prepared to go on hunts, we can just do it. You can still do that as well. Yeah. You know, they say you, that'll still stay, but if you're, like, when you're playing solo, you can just open up whenever you want. Which is really great, because if you find that yourself in a bind, like, it's like, oh, crap, there's a Devil Joe here! Hunters! You know? Like, you don't have to have the angry pickle leap on you, and you'll be all by yourself. Another great thing that they didn't show in the demo, but they showed during, like, the presentation uh, that they that I three is that you can change your weapons and armor during questing. Whenever no, you, you cannot. Are you serious? <laughs> uh, yes. What? That's so I can be a dual blader and a charge blade hunter at the same time. Yes, you can be whatever what? you want. What? Uh, same, same thing goes with I your palico. Be a you really? One. So you can change its armor and weapons as well. So what's the deal with the palico then? Still um, a stupid cat. Palico, same thing. They're still same. Still saying the same. You're not gonna be able to play it from the looks of it, like in right. Cross, which is fine uh, by me. Uh, but you know, they'll be just like your little partners. Like cool. Little. So, uh, do they say whether or not you can still customize the Palico? Uh, from the looks of it, yes. Cool. Because I need Angus. I need my Angus. Damage. Damage is actually shown on in-game now. So whenever you hit a monster, it'll pop up a number and say you did this much damage. Really. Or, Oh, good. It won't show the health bar good. of the monster. Good. That's still there, but now it'll show how much damage you're dealing or how much damage, like, let's say you take the monster to uh, to a terrain that you can break. Like, oh, there's some rocks up here on, on top of this tree. Just break those rocks down on the monster, and it'll show you how much damage it did to it. That, that works really well, because beforehand, you know, when it didn't show... I mean, and I was fine with it, because... Again, we're all seasoned hunters, so like we know what we're doing. Uh, but when you first start out and you have just a normal weapon or nothing's upgraded yet, you don't know what that damage looks like. There's a lack of feedback for new Ye new hunters. Yeah, like when when you when you're not used to it, the lack of feedback can be really daunting, and so, yeah. and it kind of results in hunts being longer than they need to be. Because you, you either think, hey, I'm doing a lot of damage to this guy, and then the hunt continues for the full, you know, 50 minutes. Or you're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing no damage, and you end up getting yourself killed because you want to, like, hit the monster as hard as possible. There's also a lot of destructible terrain and environment that 
So let's so there's like a dam that you can break, which will bring down the river and can wash out down the monster away, or you also if you don't get out of the way fast enough. Right. Uh, and you know there are some areas that will also like only a monster can break, and then which will unlock a possible secret area, which with possible rare ores and stuff like that. Really. So the whole environment itself is automatically loaded in. There's no more loading zones. Woo! So you, so when you go to a different area, it's already there. You you don't have to load for it. You don't have to wait for it, which also works against you because you can't uh, run away from that monster yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't go uh, into the next zone and take your healing potions and then run back into the zone. There, there is a semi stealth system. Uh huh. So you can like hide from the monster if it's not enraged and if you get it far away from it enough. So and there's also like different out like suits they can do that that'll increase your camouflage. And then they also did showed one in the demo where if you wear it, the monster will will go for you. It'll like make you the main target rather than anyone else. Oh, interesting. Man, I like this already. That's I'm so excited. I I'm yeah. This is this is awesome. Like as as being a Monster Hunter fan, like it's even more exciting than just seeing it and being like that looks like a cool game. Because uh, this is like the upgrade to the game. Like instead of getting the same game over and over and over again, this is the upgrade we basically basically been looking for. They actually called it Monster Hunter Five. This is what it is. Really, it's Monster Hunter Five. Is it? Uh, but they, they, wow. th- That's what they said during the demo. Uh, but they, but they wanted to also bring in. They didn't want to discourage new players, so that's why they decided to go with the title Monster Hunter World. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's fitting because it really gives that sense of oh, now there's a whole open world you can go in. Yes. Um. That's basically the whole meaning of the of the battle. Yeah, and it's it's cool too because. Uh, I, I make the same hunter every time I play Monster Hunter. So this will be cool because this will be the first time I get to see my hunter in high resolution. What else did you see there, Dre? Any, any other cool, uh, cool just And just so you know, nothing is more important than Monster Hunter. So did you see anything <laughs> else that's cool? Um, well, I want to I, like, I talk about how psyched I am that Ubisoft is finally doing something cool again. And they brought back Beyond Good and Evil 2. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like one of the greatest games. If nobody has ever played Beyond Good, it was Evil a before, very, it was a very underrated game. Probably one of the most underrated games of all time. Agreed. Probably besides Agreed. Psychonauts, I think that one deserves yeah. a little bit more love too. Uh, Beyond Good and Evil was seen by nobody, and it should have been seen by everybody. Well, the problem was they released it at the exact same time as Prince of Persia and Splinter Cell, so it got buried by those two other which, games. Which isn't Splinter Cell, Ubisoft. Both of them are Ubisoft games. Yeah. Oh, Prince of Persia's Ubisoft? I didn't know that. Ubisoft released too many games at the same time, and that's how Beyond Good and, Good and Evil was kind of yeah. burning. Yeah, interesting. Uh, but Beyond Good and Evil was one of the only games that I had played through more than once. The other one actually being Psychonauts. Uh, those are my two major games. I've played multiple games more than once, by the way. But, uh, but I am so beyond excited for the <laughs> fact that they're finally doing something with it because it was like what 10 years ago that they released the like first that. trailer for yeah. beyond good and evil 2 yeah and oh yeah that's yeah. right they did have a trailer yeah it was them in the desert because the first game was this luscious tropical water landscape and then they released this teaser trailer like 10 years ago of the the main character sitting in a desert and you're like what happened to everything and you gotta know and now they've released and uh, page is evil what 
Remember Paige the pig? Yeah, I know he was. At, at the at, no at the at the end of the game, he got infected by the virus. Oh yeah! Spoilers. Spoilers for anybody. <laughs> who um, <laughs> the game came out like 15 years ago well, at this and, point. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is it's really actually not that important. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's not. Uh, there, there's well. Well, Beyond Good and Evil 2 is also going to be a prequel, too, so you're not going to know Oh, that. what the F? I hate prequels. Wait, seriously? Ugh. Yep. I hate prequels. I really do. <laughs> uh, takes place, I believe, 40 years before the events of the first Oh, so they completely the, changed everything. So then, then there's no Jade in the game? Yeah, there's no Jade. or No Jade. What? That is kind of lame. So you got to play no, as... No pictures? Maybe you play as Paige uh, as a piglet. Yeah, you might play as Paige. Well, <laughs> Paige wouldn't be a piglet, because he's, like, old. Yeah, it was old in, in the first game. It better have a the same kind of soundtrack. Like how the soundtrack was probably one of the best game soundtracks ever. Mm-hmm. Or at least really catchy. I'm just far beyond bummed out that they didn't show any new stuff for The Last of Us 2. Yep. That was the one thing that I wanted to They're going to be saving that for the, for PlayStation Experience, I'm I'm betting. Because uh, they want to focus yeah. on the new Uncharted game that's coming out. Who watches that? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> here's a... Here's the other thing, too, is that I love Uncharted. Uncharted is actually one of my most favorite video game series of all time. And I'm just, like, not... I'll probably play it, but I'm not super thrilled about side story stuff. Like, in in any storytelling aspect or video games whatsoever, just side stories are like, eh, just give me the main story. And, like, Nathan Drake is... and, And especially Sully. Like, Nathan Drake and Sully are the utmost best team-up that you can have in a video game. So if you're going to be having side characters who may or may not have been as well-developed as, you know, other characters, this will be their chance to develop them more, but we really want to see Nathan Drake and Sully. I, I mean, right. okay, that's that's my opinion anyways. Well, it's kind of like how some people feel about Sword Oratoria this season. They... They're happy that we're getting more Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon, but some people are disappointed that it's not more Belle and Hestia. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree. I, I mean, I like the characters. Like, I'm one of those people that I like this, the set of characters, so I enjoy Sword of Toria. The story is really Same weak. Here. The story is really weak, though. Yeah, the um, yeah. the thing that's going to keep people around more for Sword Oratoria rather than the Uncharted thing, though, the Uncharted game, is that you're more likely to see naked chicks in sword oratoria than yes. you are in, <laughs> in uncharted <laughs> so that's why sword oratoria is doing fine and it, it's funny that i say all this because i'm pretty sure that i'm still gonna buy it i'm still gonna get this uncharted game because i love uncharted so much that i'm still yeah. gonna get it i just don't i trust naughty dog to make a great story so i feel like the adventure is going to be good no matter what it's just that i fall in in love with the characters of the original series. Like, Nathan Drake is a great adventure character. I mean, from what I've seen from some of the presentations, it looks like it's going to be pretty fun. Oh, no, it's going to yeah. be a fun game. Like, don't get me wrong. It's it, The gameplay fundamentals are going to be uncharted, and it's going to be fun. It's just that, from my perspective, the story... There's going to be no story progression. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's it, too. There's no story progression because you're just playing as two side characters. One was in each Uncharted game that didn't really have a continuation. Any last minute or uh, last uh, excitements about E3 there, Gerardo? New Metroid game. Oh, Metroid new Metroid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like Metroid Prime. <laughs> Sorry. I'm hanging up now. <laughs> Unpo- unpopular answer, I know. Yeah, unsubscribed. <laughs> Gerardo's no longer a fan. Yeah, yeah no. I, I, uh, I tried the first uh, Metroid Prime game and I was like, this is the last Metroid game I'm going to play. 
And it was. Although mm. Zero Suit Samus is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because a lot of people didn't like it, but I actually preferred Metroid Other M over the Prime series. Ooh, that's the first I... Why? That's the first that I heard. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I know. I know. I'm shocked that I said it myself, but confession dude it's a confessional man then i guess it's time to move on to some what we're watching okay um i'll start i caught i i'm completely caught up with uh little witch academia oh yeah and uh oh like dude it's so unbelievably amazing yeah i'm on episode five i'm on episode i like yeah okay so i'm up to 23 i haven't i haven't watched 24 yet if it's out yet which i haven't been keeping track of uh man is it amazing is it it's so amazing i <laughs> I can't believe how much Studio Trigger is just probably one of the best Japanese animation studios out there. They everything they do is good. And mm-hmm. and this series is seriously no exception. If if not, like I said the last time, if not it's the best. Out of everything that Studio Trigger has ever done, I think Little Witch Academia is the best still. Like uh I mean cuz you know Kill a Kill was great. Kizniver is great. But they really broke out. I mean they broke out as do you trigger with Inferno Cop, which is amazing. Season two. Yeah. Season two. Yes, season, season two. Season <laughs> two. Um, which, uh, which that's awesome. But then, but their first real chunk of animation was that first initial movie they made of little witch academia. And it was, we were just in shock at how great it was. And, you could and, tell that they put their hearts and souls into it. And it still is. I yeah. still mm. think that it's just, and chariot is an awesome character. She's so adorable. Like, all the flashbacks they show of Chariot, it's just so cute. And then Akko is, like, this hot mess of a character who is an amazing main character. Um, and then all of her supporting characters are also really great. Like, they have tons of personality, and they just breathe, live and breathe in this world. It's great. Yeah. It, it gives her this really nice, smooth connection to the movies, I think, because all the characters interact with each other in the same way, even though they it they may or may not have met a little bit differently. Yeah, and uh, and like I said, like it's it, it was nice to see characters fleshed out from the movie. And I watched I after I watched episode twenty three, I went back and watched the movie, uh, the first movie, mm-hmm. and I really saw what was similar, like what was exactly the same, and what was completely different. And I really think there was a really nice harmony between the movie and the series. And it comes out at the end of this month on Netflix. First 13 episodes. That's right. Yep. And the first 13 episodes are absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. I think they're fun. I've, like I said, I've only seen five of them uh, right now. And they're fun. But And they're certainly... It's not a linear story yet. There's certainly, like, just this episode of the week adventure that they go on, which is fine. Yeah, well, because they're establishing their environment. Yeah, and the show, I think this is a show that fits that. It fits that category because, I mean, even the even the movies themselves were just that. You know, they were, like, this little chunk of time at this school for magic. Mm-hmm. And it works. So, uh, I, I also I also started watching another old anime called K.O. Beast, or K.O. Century Beast. Mm-hmm. Which was based off of a game, I believe, uh, in the eighties. Is it about boxing? It is not. It's it's about like these animal kingdoms that are like humanoid, like humanoid animal kingdoms. So there's like mermaids and and mammals, and then flight, and and then so it's like the manlier version of Kimono Friends. 
Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and there's and then and then there's the humans, and the humans are evil because they want to take over the world and take over all the power uh, that these. It's a furry's paradise, and uh, it's it's really cool because it's it's again that classic style of anime that it's it's my. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Favorite era of anime where it's all hand-drawn, character expressions are really, really well fleshed out. Uh, they do some really nice animation tricks that really punch out the comedy. Uh, and if we have any Critical Role fans out there from Geek and Sundry, uh, it has um, Sam Regal as the main character and uh, Liam O'Brien as one of the supporting characters. So that might be a un, a point to go watch it. Yeah. I know it would be for Victoria. Victoria so. is out there somewhere right now going, what? Yeah, so, somebody said Critical Role. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, I think that was the only other thing I had watched was those two. I, I'm at, While I continue to watch Sword of Tori on the, on the side. I haven't watched anything new, but I started picking up uh, volumes of My Hero Academia because I wanted to read the manga of it to see if it was any different, and it's not. It's actually a very try-and-true copy adaption like yeah adaption well i mean the manga came first but the anime is a uh, true adaption to the manga and the art horikoshi. i think that uh kohei horikoshi's artwork is better in a sense to the anime which it typically is for manga um yeah usually the original art is always yeah. better his his artistry is very good but there's a lot of things in the anime that translate a lot better in animation yeah so I have respect for both of these. However, I do have to say that Uraraka in the manga is a hundred times cuter than she is in the anime. Yeah. Like, she is just the best. She's so adorable to watch, and I have to protect that smile. <laughs> I, um, I just recently discovered in myself that picking up manga is probably one of the greatest things as far as because you know obviously i like to do the art thing and i love illustrating and i have my own comic books um i feel like holding the art in your hand rather than watching it on a computer screen is a lot more satisfying well than... you know what it is it's because if you like something in anime it passes by yeah but in manga you open up a book and you see something that you like and you can look at it and you can study it. You can see what they did. You know, you can take screenshots of your, like, which you do. Which I do. Uh, you can take screenshots like I, that. I like to study the character expressions, the facial expressions. But in manga, they're just sitting there in a moment in time for you that you can go back and look at whenever you want. Yeah, which I do for, like, Black Lagoon. Like, I, I look through my Black Lagoon books for reference all the time. I started watching My Hero Academia. Good. Which is something I've been meaning to do for a long time. And now that Anime Expo is creeping up, I decided to just start binging it. Yes. Um, 13 episodes into that. Sweet. Um, watching Uromanga Sensei. Yes! Which is I, fantastic. Yeah, dude, do you love it? Because I love it. It's it's so <laughs> good. It's great. Little you sister. See, I, I, 
I love it, but then there's that part of me that's that's thinking, oh no, what if it's gonna go the Ori emo route? What if it's gonna go the Ori emo route? Please don't have the brother want to have sex with the sister. Please don't yeah. do that. Please, please you know, don't do that. You know, honestly, I think I'm desensitized to it because I'm just I I watch the show and I'm just like, it's just cute, whatever. Like, and yeah. and I don't care. The only thing that really threw me off was when they were like, oh yeah, Muramasa Sensei's in middle school. I was like, what? <laughs> Take a step back. I feel stupid. Yeah, like hold on one second. Like wow, that was that. Threw FBI is knocking at my door. Yeah, because she <laughs> is not a middle schooler. Like, the, the way she's drawn and the way she acts in the show is she's way older. It's There's no way. But I guess she's in middle school. So. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. no, yeah, I agree with you, Gerardo. It's wicked cute. And I'm loving Iramanga. I'm loving it more now than I was at the beginning of the series. But now I love Same it. Same here. Can, uh, can I say too? Because like one of my one of the characters on there, Elf Yamada, I initially hated that character, but I grew to make her like my pick for waifu of the spring season. Yeah, Ooh, she's, she's great, a great character. I don't know, Sagari. Sagari's really. She good. is pretty cute, isn't she? I think uh, Arrow Manga Sensei is definitely one of those like. Uh, how, how should I put it? Like we Smart. know, like we know you want that. Yeah, we know you want more Ori emo, but we can't give you more Ori emo. So here's Aromanga Sensei, kind so of a it, thing. It, so here's instead of just two girls who are lollies, it is a harem, you know. So that is nice. Here are but, four girls mm-hmm. that you see in in strange predicaments that can make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, FYI, screw Megumi. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> that that, that I, I hate that character so much. Which one? The, Megami, Megami, the one who's her. Uh, oh, oh, the 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 high school girl or the school girl. We don't know what grade. Yeah, she's her in. her classmate. Yeah, yeah, who's yeah. Trying yeah. To get yeah. Into school and talks about how much he loves penis. Um, I thought you said yeah. Megumin from Kotoa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, that yeah, that pissed me off too. You can call me Megumin. No, <laughs> yeah, you do not deserve that title, little girl. <laughs> There's only one Megumin, and she likes explosion magic. Do you like explosion magic? No, then fuck off. <laughs> well, te- technically, uh, the bookstore girl is probably one of the best girls in the show. Yeah. I oh, yeah, she's great, too. Yeah, because of her, you know, oh, her her reserved otaku-ness. Like, she's very much an otaku, and she loves light novels, but it's reserved enough that she's a normal human being. Yeah. You know? Um, it's, it's really nice. And especially when uh, Megumin... Uh, disses light novels yeah like she calls them like smut smut novels and then she just kind of just like what did you say yeah. this yeah was this bitch crazy <laughs> talk about smack her no no one better sagiri depances her that's right that's mm. pretty funny it was like ah you kind of deserved it <laughs> how about one what of the a- rare chances where one of those rare instances where i'm like yeah she kind of deserved that <laughs> Far from that, uh, I've also been keeping up with uh, Boruto and Little Witch Academia. Good. Uh, nothing else new. It's just uh, the new things as Aramanga said. Yeah. Academia. Cool. Those are the, hey. Those are some amazing choices. I, I've been I've been loving Boruto. Boruto is just amazing. Mm. Yeah, it is. It's. Uh, I like just how different it is. Yeah, it, that's series. exactly what I said. Like how different. Yeah, I agree. So recently, I was got I got a press account for VRV, which now gives me access to watch English dubs of Funimation. 
So I figured I would go and revisit one of my favorite shows of the winter season, still probably my favorite anime of 2017, and watch the English dub of it, and that is Mr. Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Yes. Oh, how is it? You know, they really hit it out of the ballpark. They did an excellent job. I felt Leia Clark was great as Kobayashi. She really captured that attitude perfectly. Toru, um, who plays her, Saren Weidenhef, she really captured the spunkiness of Toru and how excited she is about being a maid and how much in love she is with Kobayashi. Uh, Jad Saxton did a pretty, as good a job as you could with being cute as Kana, because when you listen to the English dub of Dragon Maid as Kana and the Japanese one, like the Japanese one is still really, really way more adorable. Superior. Superior, (laughs) yes, it's superior. But for an English dub, it's a great portrayal. Um, Let me think. Uh, Lukoa, Jamie Jamie Marchi as Lukoa just is fabulous. She's just fantastic. She really... She kind of has this California surfer girl sort of mentality, kind of laid back. But when you look at Lukoa, how she always smiles, has her eyes closed, she always seems like she's kind of a relaxing dragon, almost said person. Yeah, this, Jamie, this sounds pretty pretty well casted. Uh, Jamie Marquis is, is like the perfect uh, choice for her, really. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a newcomer, Rachel Glass is Elma. Uh, she's, yeah, she did a really good job, too. And uh, Garrett Storms is Fafnir. He really captures the broodiness of of not really wanting to be in the human world, but yet starts getting it, into video like it's games a, it, and yeah, other be, stuff. Being in the human world is a guilty pleasure to Fafnir. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Now, now, how does he compare to Daisuke Ono? As, nothing, when, compa- nothing compares to Daisuke Ono. Yeah, because the it, thing again, is... It's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like comparing the two voice actresses for Kana. You can't beat the original Japanese for both of those because Daisuke Ono is like king. He's like the voice actor. Yeah, I mean, Daisuke Ono is my favorite Japanese voice actor uh, and, or like male, male voice actor, that is. Um, Yeah. uh, And he's just got that voice, man. Like in, when you have to go up against him and try to beat him, it doesn't seem like it would go well. So I was like, how is Fafner going to be? He's really good. He he fits the character perfectly. Garrett Storms does a great job as Fafnir, but yeah, it still does not compare to Daisuke Ono. Now, what I do also like about the English dub is it kind of takes some advantage with some retranslation stuff, maybe even boosting up like some of the humor in some areas. Mm-hmm. Like when um, Kobayashi introduces Toru for the first time to her co-worker in the first episode, she, I forget what she says in the Japanese version, but the American English dub version is she goes, it's my turn to take care of the special cousin this week. (laughs) 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 Uh, I feel, but I feel like where I really like felt much better about a certain situation in the, in Dragon Maid was in the English dub. Let me try to explain as well. So, you know, there's the uh, infamous twister scene in Dragon Maid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, you know, that whole scene happens, yeah, kind of verbatim from the Japanese to the English version. So, and then it cuts to the scene where the friend is like, what was she going to try to do? In the Japanese version, it cuts to Kana just 
looking out to the window. She's like mouthing something, and all you hear is, I really wanted to. And that's all you hear from the Japanese version. In the English dub, it's, you know, the silent mouthing, what is she saying? And all you hear out of her mouth is, dragon style. Dragon style? Dragon style. Like, it was one of those jokes that, like, you're horrified, but the horrifiedness turns into laughter. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, I've watched all 13 episodes of the English dub. I thought they did a great job. I look forward to adding it to my collection whenever they release it on Blu-ray. There apparently is going to be a 14th episode that is going to be with the final volume in Japan. So hopefully we get that 14th episode as well. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. That'd be great. And... Right now, I am also going to start watching dubbed interviews with Monster Girls. And I've watched the first two episodes of uh, that dubbed, and so far it's really good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uncensored? Unse- oh, yeah, it's uncensored. Well, interviews <laughs> with. Well, oh, dude, you're getting interviews with Monster Girls and Monster Musume mixed up again. Oh, you're right. I am. <laughs> well, they're both Monster Tread- I am yeah. treading. I'm suddenly treading in very dark waters now. Yeah. <laughs> and I should backtrack. Very yeah, swiftly. it's that one anime where it's the vampire girl who doesn't want people to know she's a vampire. Go, wait, that's the other monster <laughs> that's girl. <laughs> oh, wait, that's actually I am. <laughs> <laughs> Which was also but a really underrated show. It was. There were some things I had issues with it, but I think I still think it's a pretty good series. Yeah. But Interviews of Monster Girls was just amazing. amazing. Before, God, and God so far, I've watched the first two episodes dubbed. I feel like everybody did a really good job. I think maybe on the next episode of Wicked Anime, I could dive a little bit deep into uh, giving more of a critique of the voice actors and actresses because we haven't really been introduced to everybody just yet. Yeah. Right. But okay. But as a service as a whole, how is Verve? Very. Oh, very good. The only downside, and I noticed this with so far with Dragon Maid and um, Monster Girls, is when you watch the ones shows dubbed. You know how, like, when you watch Crunchyroll, they have the things in the background, and all written Japanese, but they have the translations above. For some reason, they don't show, those translations don't show up in the dubs. Oh, the sign translations? Yes, sign translations. So that's going to throw off some people, I think. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah I think so, yeah. too. Um, I, I'm just wondering how, like, the layout of the app is and how... Oh, it's pretty is. good. Yeah. It's easy to search for things. It's easy to add things to your watch list. Um, I I would recommend it. Cool. As good as the Nosy app? Nobody gets that. That's, <laughs> that's Jerry Springer and Maury Povich and Steve Wilkos and <laughs> all that trash TV. <laughs> how did like how did you know that? Like that's because of work. <laughs> well, I I yeah I figured that. I work at a warehouse and the only thing to watch at lunchtime is Jerry Springer. So yeah, <laughs> Maury Povich. Yeah. So they're like. Download the Nosy app and get all your nosy information. That's literally how every single one of those hosts sounds. Like you did an impression of Steve Wilkos, Jerry Springer, and, and Maury Povich. Povich. Well, Maury Povich time. is a little bit raspier. That's anyway. <laughs> I, was, I was making a joke, and now we're analyzing it too far. Um, but but yeah, I'll be watch. I'll I'll give my thoughts on the dub people of Interviews and Monster Girls the next episode. And I think after that, I'm going to watch dubbed um, Saga of Tanya the Evil. Oh. Nice. Okay. Now, Evan, you watched another anime that is going to transition us perfectly into our uh, Tapagachi for today, which is anime that we should hate, but we can't help but keep going back to. Or anime that I that you don't necessarily like, but you still got to watch it. 
And this is more for I gotta watch it because I have to review it. And <laughs> it's <clears throat> I'll just say it. Seven Mortal Sins is just fucking rubbish. <laughs> okay, but is it? Is I find it, myself watching it every week. Is it rubbish? But on... it's not even good rubbish. It's not even good rubbish. It's okay. just like terrible. So is it? Where are we? Where are we creeping into? Are we creeping into Testament of Sister New Devil, or are we creeping into Monster Masume territory? What are where are we at? I, I would say, I'm trying to think of the best. I'm I'm thinking Queen's Blade territory. Oh, I don't like oh, that. That was well. That was kind of going oh. into my my answer for this. Because here's yeah. the thing: like when you're watching it on Crunchyroll, for some reason, the Crunchyroll version has everything censored. So, like, half of the time, like, you're watching it, it's all blocked out because they can't show tits and ass. Uh, but that's not the reason why I don't like the show. The reason why is it just, it takes something, like, classic literature, like Paradise Lost, and says, hey, let's add some softcore porn to it. That'll be great, right? That's Japan no. for you. That's Japan. <laughs> It is Japan, but Japan knows how to do it better. Yeah, but they don't... I feel like that the reason why we keep getting stuff like this is because they don't believe that they can do better than that. They honestly think that they won't have a successful show unless there's TNA in it. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, like, they could do it, but with a much clever script. You brought up Monster Musume. That show had T and tail. <laughs> 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 It TNT, knew what it, it knew what it was. TNT. It knew what it was, but they were like, "Wait, let's actually be funny. Let's actually be smart with the humor. Let's actually have these characters be filled with such personality." This show is just one big titted lady, two tit big titted lady, another big titted lady, another big titted lady. <laughs> this one has mediocre tits. I don't. I know that all the characters are named by like are named after things that people call the devil, but I don't know which one is which. They're just big titted women all over the place. I can't believe how many times you said tits in this. Yeah, episode. you said tit a lot. Well, even I'm I said sorry. it earlier. <laughs> we are gentlemen. They are breasts, Evan. <laughs> um, uh, well, if it was a good show, I would call them breasts. Is it a good show? They don't deserve my gentlemanliness. <laughs> uh, to give some preface to this Tapagachi that we're going over today, uh, as I said before, uh, Wicked Fan Temsu has given us this topic to talk about, and his uh, he wanted us to talk about anime you'd rather not watch but can't stay away from. His reasoning w- behind this is that it's almost been a year since Kiznaiver has come out, and back when it was coming out, he gave us an earful about how much he didn't like it. That's fine. Not everybody's going to like it. I do. I thought it was great. Um, something different from Trigger. Until the ending. I didn't really like the ending. But he didn't like it. But he finds himself going back to rewatch Kiznaiver. Uh, so he's assuming to himself that he's a glutton for punishment. <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, or it could just be a good show and you need to accept it, Temsu. <laughs> <laughs> But I digress. So this is where this is coming from. We all keep watching shows that we think that is like, man, we should just end this now. And I have plenty of examples of that. I'm going to start. Uh, Evan Evan had a great introduction into it, I think. Um, but mine, personally, Aromanga Sensei. Really? There's part of me that says, I like yeah. almost in that same sense that we were watching One Room. 
last season. I haven't gone back to one room. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm still watching Eromanga Sensei, and it's given me that, wow, this is really perverted, and I don't think I should be watching this. But I do, specifically for the fact that, like, heck, it's really good story writing, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. there's, there's some stuff in this show that it pushes the perversion to its limits sometimes like when they were playing the king game in the last yeah. episode and i was like oh this is going to go into some really dark places and you know <laughs> i would feel a lot more comfortable about this if they were all of age but that's because we're 27 and watching younger women but if you have like a high schooler watching it it's not as bad i guess so but i don't know yeah, because it's... this is where because that's where it's really appealing to is the high school audience right but i i feel like that it can be appealing to everybody like i think it's interesting though that it's yet another one of those shows that's topical to japan's current hobbies how vi- how light novels are now exploding yeah in in Japan and how everybody loves to read light novels and how light novels are almost becoming more popular than manga and that more light novels are getting more anime adaptions yeah just no more of the alternate world ones for god's sake <laughs> there oh the, the, uh, did you hear about that that uh the company we reported about it last week i thought yeah yeah they they've banned it that they, there was a, what's the, what's the name of the company? Kodakawa? Is it Kodakawa? Yeah, Kodakawa has actually banned any submissions of high school boy goes to fantasy worlds. Which stories. is actually a perfect fit into this topic, how we keep watching the same shows over and over again. Like, even though we know that they're these shows, I've watched every single one. That has done that high school kid goes into a fantasy alternate universe. It's like we should be playing Call of Duty. Pretty much. Over and over and over (laughs) again. It's like we're getting, yeah, we're getting fed the same thing. Except made by different companies. At least it's not Activision pumping out the same. Yeah. Activision has like three different companies working on it. Yeah, pretty much. So they can produce more of it. (laughs) Yay. Uh, Which is kind of what Kodakawa is. Kodakawa is the publisher. Gonna jump on that bandwagon. And so so Kodakawa... So now Kodakawa has said no more fantasy world crossovers. Um, And Mm -hmm. there's so many of those stories that there's actually a Japanese title for it now. I forget what it is, but the same way we have... Annoying. (laughs) The same way that (laughs) we have Shonen, Shoujo, whatever, like subgenres... That is a subgenre now of... It's called Everything in This Genre Sucks Except for Konosuba and Outbreak Company. <laughs> no, because Gate was really good, and so was Re- ReZero. There are people who would disagree with us on that, though. There are a yeah. lot of people out there who really hated Gate. I, I can yeah. see why, though. Yeah, I, I can see why, too. I but, like Gate. But, um... Because it was pretty much just, like, a propaganda film for saying, like, look how awesome the... The army is. The army, the Japanese army is. You should enlist. Japanese Defense Force. You can be an otaku and bang elf girls. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, it worked. Did it? I don't know. I I made that up. I was kind of thinking along the lines for myself, uh, Ikitosen. But not just, like, Ikitosen... (laughs) Any kind of girl, fight girl anime. action anime, yeah. where it's just like, yeah. there's one guy surrounded by girls, and the girls punch each other until their clothes explode. I think that Ikitosen's the best example of that, because Sekirei had a great story. Sekirei was above the rest. Yeah. I love Sekirei to death. Master of Martial Hearts that one the <laughs> worst. No. But that one was only six episodes. Yeah. And you have to see the end of it. Like, you have to. It's just 
incredible. But you just have to know that it is the worst thing on the. And, but we couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. And that's just the thing. So. <laughs> However, Ikitosin can be fun. But yeah. it, but you can clearly yeah. watch that show and say like I don't really need to be watching this, but I'm gonna finish right. it. Well, right. And it's e- kind of like with High School DxD, like. I know it's a filthy show, I, but I like it. It's enjoyable, but I know in the back of my mind, I'm like, I shouldn't be watching this. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have any animes where it's like where I think in my head I shouldn't be watching this and I watch it. Mm. Um, I know there probably has been over time, but I don't know what they are. Keijo was one for me recently. Oh yeah. See, I stopped watching that. I I, hated I, it. I think I have one episode left and I haven't watched it. Show sucks. But <laughs> boo. I liked it. Get out. Boo yeah. <laughs> but I agree with you, Gerardo, because uh, I watched Keijo at a very slow pace where it was just like, oh, I don't have anything else to watch right now. I guess I'm watching Keijo. <laughs> yeah, I don't so know. So you have finished all Bible Black. <laughs> <laughs> Me? No. No, I haven't. Yeah, he's on his second watch through. That is, Bible Black is nighttime activities, guys. Yeah. You don't watch that. You don't, don't watch Bible Black during the day. I don't want to think about that. You don't watch Bible Black during the day. You don't put it on while having a nice breakfast and coffee? No, you sit You sit in the pentagram, light six candles, and watch it. And watch Bible Black. In meditation position. Jazz us, us. I mean, I, I just scrolled past Monster Musume, and I... I could say for sure that it's like, I didn't need to be watching this. Yeah, but we just watched that straight through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. But I mean, if we watched it straight through censored and it's like, well, I guess the uncensored version's out now, so I got to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> so I pre-ordered the special edition of that. <laughs> you lucky, lucky bastard. Gerardo, do you have any that... Monster Hunter stories. Yeah. Oh my God, that is a good one. I, <laughs> I did kind of stop watching it, but... I know it's a good show, but it's not for me. Well, what? It, yeah. What? Do, what do you think about it then? I was so happy that we were getting a Monster Hunters anime all together that I just, just, I just thought, no matter how bad this is, I'm gonna watch it. Uh-huh. I watched and I got through like thirteen episodes, I think. Same here. Same here. Actually, and that's where I like, stopped too. And I was like, okay, I can't. I, I just can't. <laughs> I just did did actually did you notice that the theme so- the opening theme of the show lasts for almost two and a half minutes long every week? Oh, yeah. yeah, I noticed. I made it to, <laughs> I, made, I made it to episode seven. And uh, so I stopped watching at episode seven, and I think that's because every time I watched it I fell asleep. I that's I think that's the problem that I had with it was I just it just could not keep my hold my interest and I would always fall asleep watching Monster Hunter stories. The only one that I really really loved or, or really liked the idea of was that the there was actually a monster hunter in it. Like there's a character that's a monster hunter, and came yeah. into the series, uh, and actually did monster hunting stuff. But then the village that they live at is like, no, we like to ride the monsters. We don't we don't hunt them. You know, so it's kind of weird. But I'm even though I'm still super excited for the game to come out next fall. Yeah. Or this course. this fall, I should say. Like that's that's awesome. I'm totally gonna play it because yeah, it has a, like a cool it has a cool world to live in and a cool world to play, but not a good one to watch. But it's just a kid show, you know, right? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I've watched plenty of kid shows that are they're still good. I remember like Tribe Cool Crew. Uh, oh yeah, no, I I like watching kid shows. Like I love Bakugan, yeah. but 
Bakugan is great. Hey, that's a good one for you. Yeah. Wake really, up on Saturday mornings yeah. and watch Bakugan. I actually watched it every morning. <laughs> it wasn't just Saturday mornings. It was every morning. Because I, I went to work. Uh, and so I, I would get up at 7 to go to work. Yep. It would it would be on at seven thirty, I think. So I'd I'd watch Beyblade first, and yeah. then I w- and then I would watch Bakugan. Uh, Beyblade was terrible. Beyblade was awful. But uh, I watched so, the whole thing so, of that. But but I, yeah, but I watched <laughs> Beyblade so I could watch Bakugan. I watched Bakugan and I loved it. Should I have been watching it? No, it's a kids show. It's stupid, but it was great. And and it was made in the Canadian studio, so it was all those Canadian voice actors for like kids shows. But I've talked Bakugan to death on this show. I had a student the other day ask me, Mr. Fleming, have you watched Pokemon? And I said, listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. About, let me tell you about Pokemon. Yeah. This I was, is your sunny boy. I was there when they invented it. Like, I, I was in, I was... They're sitting in front of the TV the first day that it came out. Yeah. But Pokemon was new yeah. when I bought it. Like, it was brand new. Yeah. Don't forget to change your underwear, Ash, every single day. Okay, Mom. <laughs> now that all the kids are gone, Professor Oak comes in Sneaking, town. Sneaking and go get the hot moms. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> those must be some interesting key parties. We talked about shows a long time ago about our guilty pleasures. And in that, I talked about Panty and Stocking with Garter Belt. And I think that that show is, is a part of this conversation for me, too. Because it was a show that's like, you know what? I really don't need to see every single episode of this. But I will. And... I think that fits into this category here because you can absolutely skip whatever episode of Panty and Stocking that you want and you'll still get the same experience as long as, you know, you see the last episode. Or even specifically the last two episodes. Right. Because the remember, it kind of ends on a cliffhanger, the pre, the second or last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know, I know what you're talking about. Um, which we still haven't gotten to follow up to at all. So uh, there are specific key episodes that I think everybody should watch of Panty and Stocking. One being the first episode where they introduce Scanty and Knee Socks because that episode is just animation gold. But then there's also the episode that nobody can skip, which is the one where Panty and Stocking are just being lazy at home and the entire episode is one camera angle of them sitting on a couch. <laughs> and, like, that episode is amazing. It is incredible. But, you know, you don't need to see them all, you know? It's... But but you do, and it's gross every time. <laughs> especially the booger episode. Yeah, especially the booger episode. That one is just that, plain that's mean. one that I actually can't watch. Like I have to skip that episode every time I rewatch it. There you go. So I and think that that says perfect. a lot for me. So I would love to hear what fans would have to say about other shows that. They've been watching that. I was like, yeah, I definitely don't need to be watching this, but I'm definitely going to finish watching this because uh, there's a lot of really good answers out there. And I, I think that there's, especially from Temsu himself, there's a lot of surprising answers. Like he's saying, oh, I'm, I can't believe I'm watching Kiz Niver again, uh, yeah. which for me is a very surprising answer because I loved it. But for him, that's perfectly irrational. So I bet you that there are plenty of answers out there from fans that would give us the same exact reaction. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I am kind of feeling that way 
uh, about Sordatoria right now, where it's just like, well, there's nothing else to watch. I guess I'm watching Sordatoria today. Right. We see with me with Sword Oratoria, and I make mention of this in my review, is it takes a couple episodes to really get used to the vibe it has. Because it is totally different from the original Don well, series. Look, man, look, man. As long as Tiona <laughs> as long as Tiona's in it, I'm I'll watch it. I'm gold. As, <laughs> that's that's actually I I love the scene where they're it's the murder, they're they're all at the scene of the murder, the head guy's heads uh, guy's head is gone, and it's like what if you women could have seduced her? You could have done it. You could have done it. You could have done it. And it goes to Tiona. You... Nah, maybe not you. Yay. <laughs> Yay, flat-chested girl. Flat as justice. I don't think we have too, too much fan service. I don't think we have any at all. From the, actually, well, I mean, we kind of read it. So the Tapagachi was fan service. Gerardo's here. So <laughs> <laughs> What more could we have? Uh, I don't think we got any emails over the past couple weeks, did we? I got some fan service to the last episode you guys had, uh, talking about the the large world. Live fan service. Go right ahead. There we go. Go right ahead. So, uh, one that you guys kind of, I guess I didn't mention, is the world of Naruto. Okay. And they, you know, when they show, in the first episode, they show the, uh, the map of all the villages. But then there's still a whole area that's unmapped or on unmarked it's like so literally we know this world is a lot larger than, than just these couple of villages yeah literally no right. one lives there yeah <laughs> what is that <laughs> i bet you there's like american ninjas over there in american ninja warriors yeah <laughs> and and building their wall and chris farley <laughs> oh yeah and chris farley bunch of great white ninjas <laughs> That's, it. That's all I had. <laughs> nice. Solid. I like it. Mike did tweet at us. Uh, Wicked fan Mike tweeted us that uh, bootleg Pikachu. Um, actually, Gerardo, did you send this to me as well? The um, um, the the Chinese bootleg Pikachu charger. Oh, the one that's the charger wall yeah, that yeah. You, you, stick, you stick its ears in the wall, but then you plug the plug into his butt. <laughs> Yes, I saw that. Yeah. I don't think I sent it to you, but I saw it. Yeah, uh, Mike sent it to me, and somebody else sent it to me. I got it from two people. Um, I forget who the other person was, but uh, I have seen it, and I saw it from multiple fans, and I love it when... I love it when multiple fans send me stuff because that means that everybody's aware of it. It's just like, you have to talk it's about It's important. Yeah. yeah, it's important <laughs> that everybody knows that there's a wall charger in China that you stick the plug into Pikachu's butt. <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't even want to think about that. It's That's... it's so funny. It's the Pikachu glory hole. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. If it farts, it explodes. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just the Note 7. <laughs> yeah. Plug your Note 7 into it. It's like, oh, he farted. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anyway, there is a new thing that we have to tell all you fans about. So listen up, Gerardo. There is a new uh, service. It is a podcast finder, uh, like a discovery website called Podchaser. And what? Nerdy Show is one of the first networks to get a hold of this. 
I'm gonna also gonna put a link to this in the description because it's in beta right now. So you need a beta access key in order to get onto it. And with Podchasers, it allows you to uh, rate and review podcasts on there. And every podcast from the Nerdy Show Network is on here, including Wicked Anime. And if you go onto Podchaser, you need a beta key access, which there are two available from Nerdy Show right now. One, if you type in Nerdy Show, all lowercase, all one word, you can get on there. And then there's also another one if that one doesn't work because that one's a limited amount. We also have another key that allows you to get on there if it's just Nerdy. If you type in Nerdy, N-E-R-D-Y, all lowercase, you can access the Podchaser's website. And... You can go on there, search your favorite podcast, and I also checked to see, too, the um, the Ge- Geeks New England podcast is on there as well. Oh, seriously? And let's see, if I were to type in Boston Bastard Brigade. Am I there? Let's find out. They yep. Even tell you. If you type in Boston Bastard Brigade or B3, it is there. Um, Sweet. Yo, Yay. Hang on, wait. We're gonna click yeah, on so it. Yeah, so we're gonna click on and it, and we're gonna give it a five star rating right now. Yep. And then, thank so you. Here we go. Oops, <laughs> I accidentally clicked one star. And then let's. <laughs> Boo. <give it, laughs> and then let's give it a review. The show sucks. <laughs> we didn't write that, but we did give it a five star review. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the Legends of Aramis is also on there from Geeks New England. Yep. Uh, and I rated that as well. So if you go on to Podchaser and use either Nerdy Show or Nerdy as your beta key access, you can get access to this entire library of everything that is out there in podcasts, and you can rate and review us. It looks like the Wicked Anime Podcast, as of this recording, has five five-star reviews. Yeah, it does, and it also has one review, and it is from Entertainment at gmail.com. He gave us a five-star rating, and he said, You love anime? You need this in your life. Best suggestions, best conversations, best everything anime. And it's all in caps, so I had to scream it. They are the best. Boston Bastard Brigade and Wicked Anime combine into the best anime podcast ever. Nice. Thank you so much. That is great. Yeah. Yes, Uh, thank you very much. uh, So... That's a, another a new thing that we're trying. If you want to discover new podcasts, it's, or if you want to help out the ones that are already there, that's Podchaser. It is weird com. that it says official website SoundCloud.com. Yeah, it doesn't go to Nerdy Show. It doesn't go to Nerdy Show. But um, but what it does is it takes the podcast, it just pulls them right off and puts them right in there. So if we look up Wicked Anime, we can actually see all of our episodes as well. Can and we you, really? And you can listen to them right here on Podchaser. What? Yeah, you can. Yeah. See, look at this right there. You hit the Holy play. cow! Uh, it might actually go to SoundCloud to play it. I don't yeah. know, but you can. But there's a play button that you can go right to there. It's pretty cool. That so, is pretty cool. That is one of many ways that you can support Wicked Anime and Nerdy Show by using Podchaser. But there's also other ways that you can do it too. Yes, you can go to nerdyshow.com/support for all of the options. Um, but other ones are uh, patreon.com slash nerdy so which if you give us even a dollar in backing per month it gives you access to hours of content uh, if you go to the ten dollar I think yeah ten dollar tier if you pay ten dollars a month you get access to the nerdy show lounge which is an official 
uh, lounge on Facebook that all the hosts and all the fans get together and just share all the uh, news and information and fun stuff that they find on the web just to hang out and you can pick our brains and everything like that. It's pretty cool. Um, another way to do it is by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Uh, if you go there, give us a review, five stars, but we will read your review, even if it's not five stars too, but I would really hope that you give us five stars because that would mean that we're not doing our jobs and we would be sad. But we would, we will read your reviews if they are poor. Yep. Um, but we will not like them. <laughs> <laughs> we won't like it, but we'll do it. Um, and you will say it in a very mocking voice, like, this show was so terrible. Oh my <laughs> God. One star. Yeah, that's actually just a straight-up good impression of me anyways. But <laughs> sounded just like me. Um, but even for non-monetary reasons, too, the best way to get people to know about the Nerdy Show Network is just by telling a friend. Like, seriously, tell somebody that you listen to Nerdy Show or tell somebody, hey, you should be listening to Wicked Anime because their show is terrible. Um, what? Tell somebody. Tell somebody to listen to Nerdy Show and then tell them to become a fan and... Uh, that's the cheapest way to, to help us out, just by word of mouth. Andrew, what are other ways that they can find us? Time for some yeah. fast plugs. If you guys would like to join in on the conversation that we had today, or if you would like to share your thoughts and uh, express your feelings directly to us, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we post this podcast and our news Anything that we got going on, like conventions and other fun things that we see. And you can comment at us over there. and Maybe we'll read your comment on the show. We don't know, but we do stuff. Uh, you can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime, where you can find both our podcast and our video reviews, which if you're not already listening to our podcast on there, we've already discussed, you can listen to it on SoundCloud and iTunes slash wickedanime. And hey, speaking of videos, you can find our videos at youtube.com slash wickedanimereviews, which is basically where anime got it, Wicked Anime got its start. And if you want to keep the, an eye out for any new Wicked Anime videos that are in production or coming out, you can subscribe to us over at YouTube, because that's how we make some of our money. Um, if you want to follow Wicked Anime anywhere else, we're on all the other social medias, like Twitter, you can tweet us at YoWickedAnime. Or you could find us on Tumblr, where we tumble tumble things at wickedma.tumblr.com. And with sometimes, not super a lot, but hey, it's there. Uh, you can find us at Twitch. Uh, maybe when Monster Hunter comes out, we'll be twitching all over our Twitch channel with Monster Hunter. You'll be twitching from withdrawals. Yeah, what? Uh, <laughs> actually, seeing that Tekken just came out, I'm, maybe I'll just stream some Tekken for the heck of it. Because mm -hmm. I love me some that. Tekken. And then, of course, at the end of the summer, we're going to have Senran Kagura. That's right. We are going to have Senran Kagura. All right. Uh, but that is over at Twitch TV, and that's Wicked Anna Play. Uh, and, of course, now we have Podchaser. Go give us a rating and review on Podchaser. Yay. That's pretty badass. Evan? All right. So, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastbrigade.com. You can follow me on Tumblr at b3crew.tumblr.com, on Twitter and the J-Pop 
anime and video games amino pages at kingbabyduckesh and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash omnistryinc. That's O-M-N-I-S-T-R-Y-I-N-C. Um, <laughs> like us on facebook.com slash Brigade and on facebook.com slash Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smash Rook, and Nerd Crave. And by the time this episode is aired, hopefully you will be able to hear an interview I do with one of the lead localizers over at XC Games, Ryan Graff, as we talk about Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash. Awesome. And there may be a written interview with the creator and director of the upcoming animated motion picture event, Motherfuckers Run. Mm Mm-hmm. That's his name, Run. Don't he, actually run. run. <laughs> uh, he don't speak English. Yeah, he yeah. does not. He's French. <laughs> cool. Could have fooled me because like, he puts a lot of English stuff in his uh, drawings. Uh, yeah. Within Dark Meat City. <laughs> cool. Great. Gerardo, where can they find you on the internet? <laughs> um, I guess you can find me at Tumblr at ruby-fan.tumblr.com. That's all I got. That's right. And, uh, well, at least until you reboot your uh, Let's Play channel. Uh, yeah, with a full-time job, that's kind of a little... Yes, it is. You're it's, telling me. Yeah, you're telling us. <laughs> <laughs> Same page. Woo! Um, that's on permanent hiatus until further notice. That's, yeah. Until you just suddenly make a billion dollars and you can do whatever you want. <laughs> We're not super lotto. That's right. And buy yourself tons of bottles of water. <laughs> all right buy the water you could buy the ocean <laughs> all right thank you so much gerardo for joining us for this episode it's been a blast as always uh thank you evan thank you jonathan for hosting again <laughs> thank you andrew thank you for andrew for continuing to speak uh and thank you listeners and listeners we will hear you or we no, will hear you no we won't <laughs> we, hear us. you'll hear us on the next episode of Wicked Anime Podcast. And Isn't now that it's, disappointing? Yeah, and now it's time to sign off the only way we know how. Cable! That's pretty funny. Hey, more flat-chested mm. girls for me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> They're not real, Andrew. What? They most certainly are. <laughs> they're, not a, they're not a fantasy character. I was talking about the anime girls. Oh. I thought you were talking about flat-chested girls in general. Uh, yeah, in general, no. They do not exist because yeah. we are American. Wicked <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network, 
And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show to find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming. Visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 